You're listening to Sports Buzz, brought to you by SportsBuzz.ca, and this is your host, the notorious one, Hustler McSavage. And this is the notorious one, Hustler McSavage, and I have a guest here with me, the Brown Mamba. What's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? So, what's your take on the game today, those Canucks? I'm not too surprised there after what happened to them last week. I figured they, you know, have a tough battle, but another 6-1 shellacking, especially after what they did to Winnipeg, that that was a little surprising, huh? Well, I was talking to Kenji Kishberger, and uh, I told him last night that Montreal's the real deal, and he sort of laughed at me, and he's like, oh, you know, Matthews and Tavares and Patterson and Bo Horvat and Montreal, what, they got caught in Yemi, and, you know, and sort of putting them down, and... Uh, Want to give him a phone call to be like, how's those guys looking now? You know what I mean? Because Montreal, the six-one shellacking like that, it's no joke now, right? Yeah, and Tafoli yeah. just loves playing the Vancouver Canucks. Eh? Another oh, goal yeah. again today. This has got a fire in his ass a little bit, right? Obviously, well, after what happened. Well, think about it. He's done the three-two-one combo on the Canucks. He scored a hat trick, and then he scored two goals, and now he scored a goal again tonight. Wow, Tafoli just on fire. For sure. I think but Montreal like a, is officially, what, first in the division right now? They're obviously going to make playoffs. Well, think about this. The NHL is dying for the fucking all-leaps and halves rivalry, right? Oh, and what sure. better way than for the Canadian, all-Canadian division to have that as your best-of-seven finals and the winner yeah. goes to the conference finals and that's the Leafs and the halves. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty under. That is pretty under for sure. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I hold these goaltending. It looked good at times, and then at times it looked shaky. I mean, the Canucks. There was like eight breakaways in this game. You know that, like mm-hmm. straight up. The defense is looking very dills for some reason. I don't understand what's going on there. Yeah. But with Hopi, I'm not too surprised, right? Especially the way he's been playing the last couple of years in Washington. Like, Well, you know, the test will be tomorrow's game because they're going to be playing back-to-back. And I'm pretty sure that Demko is going to be the backup for... I mean, uh, sorry, Demko starting, will start the, uh, starting the game against Montreal. And that will be interesting to see what happens there with Demko, right? Is how good Demko plays against these guys. And if Demko rocks it, wow, I'll be very happy, Pappy. But yeah, if you think if Demko wins tomorrow, then he'd be the number one going forward somewhat. I think I think after the shit kickings that uh, the last three games Vancouver's gotten from Montreal, if Demko has a really solid game and we win we we win like a two nothing, three one game or whatever the case I believe Demko will start taking the the reins away from Holpi as of as of tomorrow, if that happens. Yes, but like I said to you before, my friend, um, Montreal, they did the right things in the off season to yeah. have the team that they're having. You know, they addressed they needed a power forward. They went and got two power forwards in Josh Anderson and Corey Perry. They got a young guy in Anderson and an old fart in Corey Perry. Right? Yeah. They had defensive issues. They went and got. They went, I believe, got two defensemen, if that serves me correct. Joel Edmondson was one, followed by Romanoff, which is looking really good, bringing him into the mix. And then they had to address another thing, which was a backup goalie, and they perfectly addressed that with a a local individual in Jake Allen. Yeah, no, they made Which they I made some heavy another. moves, and then at first people were like, "Fuck, is that even gonna pan out?" Because you know, there's a random bunch of guys that they picked up, but it's looking good so far. And, it's and, looking really good. 
like I said, like I said, uh, Toronto and the Habs, it's going to be between those two, the all-Canadian final before the conference finals. That's how I see it. Yeah, the way it's going with all the other teams, all, like even, even Edmonton, uh, Calgary, they're all kind of like, you know, not as consistent. So right now, Toronto and Habs are looking like the best teams for sure. They're looking like the best teams, and they're the, they're the teams that did whatever in the offseason to address the needs that they needed to. Like for Toronto, for example, getting TJ Brody to side with uh, Morgan Riley there on the D. You got Zach Bogosian, another defensive presence there. You got a couple of tough guys up front and in, in a great leader in Joe Thornton, Hall of Famer, by the way, and my brother Wayne Simmons there. That's a great pickup. Yeah, I don't know. Like the Leafs... The Leafs looking pretty good. Wayne Simmons is scoring. He's scrapping. He's hitting. He's doing everything. He's getting picked up by people in the waiver wires and fantasies. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But you think the Canucks will squeeze in the playoffs or what? With the team they have, they should. Right? I'm not even going to say they could. I'm not going to say they, sh- they have to be in there, the team that they have. The goaltending was always going to be an issue because you were always thinking, oh, was Demko a fluke or not? Well, the last three games he's played, I don't think uh, yeah. that that the fluke is being out to holy F, like holy fuck, you know what I mean? How That's how good he's been playing lately. <laughs> but like I said, the test is tomorrow. We'll see how he plays tomorrow. For sure, for sure. But uh, I was going to say we should talk about uh, the big event that's happening this weekend, the Super Bowl. Mahomes versus Brady. Yes, this is the dream matchup. Everybody, you know, this is like watching the movies. You know, the Tom Brady, the, you know, you know, the greatest quarterback against an up and coming new great quarterback in Mahomes, right? Uh, But, and it's intriguing. There's a lot of storylines in this Super Bowl. One of them being like Tom Brady going for his seventh Super Bowl. It's crazy. And, 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 you know, you think the guy won six Super Bowls already and people still criticize him. My, myself uh, I was going to say, like, I think after the sixth one, he's known as the GOAT. Or no, you, sh- you, you would think. But guys like myself even say, oh, well, well, Joe Montana was 4-0 four, four and oh yeah, in the yeah. Super Bowl or Terry Bradshaw was 4-0 oh, or whatever the case, you sure, know what right. I mean, or four out of five, right? Or some, or even myself, I've thrown out this line: "Oh, Charles Haley won six Super Bowls, so that doesn't." Tom Brady is tied with Charles Haley. Well, guess what? If Tom Brady wins number seven, all those all those things go out the window. You know what I mean? Oh, straight up, sure. I, I I can't even say Charles Haley anymore winning six because Tom Brady will win seven. Right. And and what better way for Tom Brady to win a seventh Super Bowl than to beat three killer quarterbacks, two in your generation, by the way, the Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. You beat these two great quarterbacks yeah. to get to the Super Bowl, and then you then you beat the new generation's great in Patrick Mahomes, who's already won a Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Sure. And you know what the other crazy part is if Brady wins? Is that that would essentially kill the hopes of Mahomes Passing Brady, in my opinion, if he doesn't yes. beat Brady, you know I what I mean? Because right uh, now, yes. the, Brady's goat. There's no arguing that. There's no argument. There is one person coming that coming could that potentially can... pass him as goat, potentially, and that's Mahomes. But oh, if Mahomes yeah. loses to Brady at this time in his prime, essentially, and Brady at the end of his years, 
then he will never ever be known as even if he wins seven or even if he wins eight you mm. will still won't be better than Brady if you lose to Brady because you lost. No, and not just in the Super Bowl. This would be the second loss to Brady because remember, 2018, the year they were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, then too they lost to Brady, AFC champion, AFC right? championship. But that's when Brady won his elusive six, exactly, in the boring, exactly. boring game against the Rams. So then to you know go on the rest of your career knowing that you lost to Brady twice and especially in the Super Bowl, then your yes. chances of being his greatness level goes out the window. But we will see. We will see what happens. What's your but, take? You think Brady will do it though? <sighs> or you think Mahomes and Kelsey and Tyree Kill are just unstoppable? I will be biased, and I will say that I want Mahomes to beat <laughs> Brady. And you know, it's it's. Uh, I just maybe it's still the bitter pill of swallowing that when the Patriots beat my Seahawks. And pretty much handed Patriots their fifth Super Bowl, I believe, at that time. Or was it their fourth? I believe it was their fourth Super Bowl at that time. And uh, I don't know. It's just a bitter pill to swallow. And I, uh, I don't like that, that, that Tom Brady, you know, going for the seventh there. You know, my, my friend, I don't like that. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm, I'm, you know me. I'm, I'm a Colts fan. I'm a Payne Manning lover. I, I cannot. I, the fact that Brady's even in the Super Bowl again just kind of boggles my mind so i of course i can't see him win another ring that would just be too much and for mahomes this would be an interesting one because you're going to win back to back you're going to be the first guy see there's a significance for for mahomes as well there's a few things that he can accomplish one being you're going to be the first guy since tom brady back in the early 2000s to win back to back super bowls and then the number second, the number two thing would be you're beating the the goat Tom Brady to win that elusive second Super Bowl. And the third thing that would be very significant, at least in my world, I don't know if other people's world it would be anything significant, is the fact that this year's Super Bowl for the first time in 55 year history of the Super Bowl, you're gonna have the host team. Mm-hmm actually being the host of the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, (laughs) like I said, as the macho man would say, yeah, are at home with the home field advantage. But right? like, but that's, what what are the chances? Like, this is like the the shittiest part is that the, the exactly first time ever it's at home, but you can't even have your full you know audience of fans and the, and the that's like, see, and that's too bad. So sad. COVID. COVID related. But COVID they are having some fans, COVID. right? I forgot the but number yes, it was like 7,500 or something like that. I believe it's 9,800 if I'm correct. It's, by the way, when we look at the crowd, it's going to look like a lot more than what they're fucking saying. They're full of shit, <laughs> yeah, in probably. my opinion, right? Yeah, but but like I said, the third thing, going back to the thing I was talking about, the third thing Mahomes would accomplish is winning against Tom Brady, winning his back-to-back Super Bowls in Tampa Bay while in front of that home team against that kind of pressure where the home team would be accept- expected to win, being it's the first time in the 55-year history of the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Mahomes would accomplish quite a bit in this in winning this one For as sure. well. Well, they are favorite, of course, being you know the best team. But yeah, to do it like that, so yeah, in Tampa Bay against Brady, like that's just solidifying your his legacy moving forward. You know what I mean? But 
We'll see. It's going to be a big one, though. That's for sure. It's gonna it's gonna be a very good Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to the halftime show itself. The weekend. Oh, I heard. I heard yeah. that he's spending like a few million dollars of his own money just to make this show what it is. I heard he's gonna be. It's gonna be nuts. So yeah, so. that's that's recording material for me. <laughs> yeah, the weekend's pretty sick. That's for sure. But uh, what about uh, the basketball world? Seeing what's going on with the big boys, the Lakers, the Nets. I just actually seen on Instagram some chick telling LeBron James pretty much will fuck himself because I he, was seen that to, too. he was doing some stare down with some some guy or some crap. Yeah, she looks like some billionaire that. wife, but yeah, was saying something I, I to found, him. I found that funny and I was just like, LeBron, continue to try to be the king. You don't need... You don't have time for this petty shit, you know? Yeah, I was actually surprised he actually interacted with her. I, I was very surprised that he did that. I was like, LeBron, that's beyond you, doggy. Yeah, but the Lakers pulled off another W. They're looking good. But how about the game last night between the Nets and the Washington Wizards? Russell, Russell Westbrook with the clutch. That was be. unreal how the back-to-back threes happened like that. <laughs> Almost similar to the like Reggie Miller. Re- Reggie Miller yes, did to the yes. Knicks all those years ago. I remember that. That's exactly <laughs> what, what I did. thought. Of. The way it went down to 11 seconds. They were down by five points with 11 seconds to go. And, of course, the greatness of Bradley Beal comes, drains the three. And then the, the easiest steal. Like, what a dirty steal that was. And then, of course, <laughs> and it just had to be Westbrook right in front of the Brooklyn bench. And the way he just turned to them and was talking <laughs> shit and not a single Nets player said a word. I love that. That was too I, good. That was just too sweet. And they even had a chance to win it, too. I think it was Kyrie had to go two seconds left off the backboard, but it just bounced out, and that, that would have killed it. But that was deadly, though. 11 seconds, you're up by five, and you lose the game. And, and being the Nets, you know, the team to beat right now, that's a, that's a tough loss right there. Yeah, are they the team to beat? We thought the Bucks would be the team to beat, but it seems like they always get beat against <laughs> the team against the teams that they think they're supposed to flex against. You know what I mean? Like the good For teams sure. they lose to. So are the Bucks really that good? Especially if you made such a big trade to get what's his name? They got Drew Holiday. Yes, Drew Holiday. They gave really? up so much too. I think it was like a high draft pick and Drew Bledsoe, which isn't much different than Drew Holiday in my opinion. It's a slight upgrade. But yeah, it's not really working out. I don't think they're they're not gonna go to the finals. They'll, they'll be lucky to make it to the East Finals. I can see them losing to like Celtics or Philly in in the second round. You know, that'd be a shame. That would be. But it looks like the Nets are the team to be in the East for sure. I don't know. The Seventy Sixers just with the presence of Doc Rivers seems like they're the team to beat, my friend. Yeah, they're I, looking good. Joel Embiid's looking better. Joel Embiid looks like he's a fucking Don Megatron <laughs> without, without the star scream. He doesn't even need fucking Ben Simmons. He, he could the... literally be this modern day Shaq in a way, not not fully, but be that dominant type player. But like he's just, I don't know. Straight up. Like, he, straight up. That's why. He, he has like spurts. He took the words out of not fully consistent, not 
not like throughout the whole game domination, but mm-hmm. he's got glimpses of it. Like he's he's a beast. At least, out there. At least he can shoot free throws. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> what and even a couple of threes. He hits a couple of threes here and there. Yeah. You know? He's pretty yeah. all around player. So Philly can can do some damage for sure. That's what I'm saying. But of course, the team to be will always be the Lake Show. Easy, Brown Mamba. Easy. You know how it is. Purple and gold. And they're even looking better than last year, so we'll see what happens. Right? What's up with the Clippers? They're actually coming in strong right now. I think they have like five straight wins. Kawhi is looking like old Kawhi. I think they're actually mm. first in the West, and they surpassed Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're quietly making a move too. So you know, anything can happen. They're the only ones that really can push the Lakers in the West. There's really nobody else in the West other than the Clippers. Let's touch on some of uh, the KH- KHL here or hockey pool. What's your take on some of the teams that are in the mix? Like, for example, yourself, for that matter, my boy, my right hand. I'm, try- fat, I'm fat. trying to go for that repeat. Has there ever been a repeat in history? I don't think so. Back-to-back? Back, any, if anybody's done a back-to-back, back, it would be you or the Kushbringer, right? Yes, yes. So, uh, I was going to say it'd be either me or the Kushbringer, but... I don't know. To my knowledge, I believe may I may have done it. I don't know. Bro. No, you trust me. You, you don't. If you did it, you would know. Bro. Come on now, you'd be like, yes. You would name the years twenty fucking. Actually, for you it was like nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine. Fuck, I don't know when the last time you won, bro. Easy tiger, easy tiger. <laughs> no, I still no. have a screenshot <laughs> of the last time we won, daddy. But uh, no, honestly, this year, especially especially with the the tightened schedule, what the fifty six games or whatever it is. Mm. It's going to come down to the wire. It's not going to be a thrashing like last year, sorry to say. Too bad. But who knows, right? But it's going to come down to the wire, I feel. It might even come down to, like, the last day even, which would be actually kind of fun in that sense. You know what I mean? But everyone's pretty much in the mix, really. Yeah, everybody's in the mix. All it takes is a couple hundred-point days, and you're, you're, like, in it, you know? How did you like my 146-point night the other night? That was heavy, boy. I haven't seen a point total like that in a long time. I don't think that, yeah, like you guys were saying, I think that was a record, eh? I believe so. That was pretty heavy. A couple of those, and that's it. Back in the mix. It's only fitting for a five-time champion to make the record, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, at least you're in the two-timers club, right? Fuck. Honestly, it's, I can't even remember that the year that it was when I won the first one. But that was a dope feeling, though, man. I don't even think I was gonna pull it out that year. That was good times. On okay. another, on another note, just just to end things, I just wanted to give a shout out to my boy Edge in the WWE from Toronto, Ontario, winning the Royal Rumble this past Sunday night. Oh shit, Edge had a comeback like he's been in it. Or yes, and he actually entered in at number one. And finish oh, the Royal Rumble off as the winner and going into WrestleMania for a future heavyweight title shot. Damn, Edge. Yes, yes. You were just listening to Buzzcast, brought to you by sportsbuzz.ca. Catch the buzz. Visit us at www.sportsbuzz.ca or find us on Facebook at Sportsbuzz News Canada. Visit us on Instagram at Sports Buzz News Canada. Find us on Twitter.